it's no secret, Auburn's 2021 season was not fun. What was even less fun was the aftermath of it and what we had to deal with with the literal breakdown of the program and the potential loss of a first-year head coach in Coach Harson. Since that time, Coach Harson, his staff, the administration in general, has gone on a PR campaign of sorts to try and build trust again amongst the coaches, the players, to the fans, to the... It's all around this PR campaign that, while unofficial, is clearly happening for Auburn football and more specifically for Coach Harson. That's what I want to dive into a little bit here on Ever to Podcast. This is our audio and video mini series, we're calling it for now, where we dive into the news and the topical conversation that's prevalent to the Auburn family at the moment, covering the whole of the Auburn experience. Thank you for joining us, whether you're watching on YouTube or you're listening on the podcast. We appreciate you spending your time with us. However, we can get you on either of those formats and make sure you're subscribed if you're not so you don't miss any of the content we're putting out on either of those platforms. Whew, 2022, man. Well, it's, well, we're in 2022, but 2021. That season was one for the ages in terms of the ups and downs, the highs and lows of it. And what could have been an amazing season if the ball bounces a little bit differently, if a few injuries don't happen. But it almost begs the question, too, after the fact, what would this season have been like had we not gone through the tumultuous offseason that happened with Coach Harson specifically? And I don't really want to dive too much further into everything that went off this offseason because most of the stuff that happened seemingly now was all rumors and conjecture. Most of it was just kind of built up as stories because it was the hot topic that to, just was going around at the time. But for now, it, the damage is done, right? Damage has been done to Coach Harson, the program. And the question is, did we reach a ground zero? We even talked about this on a previous live stream. And really what's prompting this topic uh, tonight is just some of the topics we were talking about on our recent Wednesday night live stream on YouTube. Just about the PR campaign that is clearly taking place from Coach Harson and specifically the football staff and social media and things of that nature. And you really needed for that to happen because... Let's be honest. Let's just kind of come around the table and talk about this for a second. Auburn fans have always been somewhat divided for the last couple of decades, at least it seems like my lifetime. And when I was really getting involved with Auburn athletics, it seems to be that way. Maybe not during the Tuberville era. Maybe for a lot of the reasons, not Gene Chizik, because even at the end of his, there was clear downgrade of the program and things needed to change as much as some of us hated it. But the whole way Malzahn was let go, the way the coaching search after that way, it created a lot of a, a divide that is still here to this day. You know, we've, we've got people that want to see Malzahn fail. I will never get that. We got, you know, people that are, uh, you know, mad at Harson because he wasn't the guy that they wanted to replace them. I think that when we step back and look at 2021, that season and then the offseason that carried into 2022. While it may not have been fun to go through, it probably might have been a necessary evil to kind of purge our systems of 
bad stuff and bad feelings with the program, and it kind of got us back to ground zero, where we needed to focus on what was best for Auburn and not whether you liked the coach that was fired, whether you liked the coach that was brought in, and so on and so forth and all that kind of stuff. But really what it was was about Auburn and Auburn football and what was best for the program. And I got to be honest with you, I like what I see currently going on with the team and Coach Harson. You know, specifically, you, you're let's just start like at the basic level. Social media post of him dancing with the players during spring practice and doing fun things with them. These are foreign concepts to a coach and what they try to do on social media. But you have seen Coach Harson seemingly engage, or at least they're making an effort to put that out there more obviously in an effort to improve the image that has developed around Coach Harson, the football program, the negative vibes and connotations that have developed during the offseason. So that's been going on as well. But I'm just seeing and noticing a change in Coach Harson, And not that he went to, for instance, specific events in the postseason or before the season gets started and was like this sour grapes type of guy. But you could really tell he was, a, in my opinion... Coach Arson, I don't know if this is how you feel about it, but it felt like you were a little bit out of the element. And I can understand that. Boise State is not Auburn. <laughs> the Mountain West is not the SEC. And it takes a year, albeit a very troubled year, to get through some of these things. But what I love seeing now is a guy that, at least from what I can tell on the surface in moments on video, audio, where he really, truly seems engaged and locked in. And let's just talk about this. You know, there were reports this offseason before all of the other stuff began and swirling around that Coach Harson may have even, at least his agent, entertained other schools that might have wanted his services back out west. Obviously, thankfully for me, because I thought it was in the best interest of Auburn not to lose him at this time, uh, he decided to stay if all that was true so you know it kind of goes both ways right you know there was a little uneasiness on both sides of the equation of this whether those developed out of just other opportunities false rumors uh feelings about where the program is heading <laughs> all that kind of stuff what i love now what i love seeing out of coach harson is the fact that he seems super engaged in things like nascar right this man probably doesn't even know what NASCAR is I'm just I'm just being honest I don't know coach Harson from Adam but I can just see in my mind's eye I know he spent a little time in Arkansas and Texas but NASCAR in Alabama even though I'm not a fan of it is is a really big deal spending time engaging with that uh specifically what we got us thinking about this and talking about this on our Wednesday night live stream was the fact that coach Harson this year's been involved like he was last year at the region's champions tour i believe it's called or tournament uh in birmingham they do this every single year um alabama auburn's coaches attend uh, I, I i can't remember if bruce pearl went this year or not i didn't catch that or not because i've been watching highlights this evening as uh and this morning as things have uh, kind of been winding down for me and as I watch these things, I look at last year with him there, because he was there, and I look at this year, and this seems like a guy that generally understands, I got to put my best foot forward. I got to really get out there, sell myself, and he really is doing that, right? It's the way he engages with 
a PGA tour guy that's trying to teach him how to better do his swing. And then they do a special about that conversation they had, and they were trying to relate it back to football. But I love seeing these type of things from Coach Harson. I love seeing his charisma and his personality come out. The, the CEO nature that you kind of have to take on as a football coach in the SEC, he is starting to, like, you can see the wheels turning. He's starting to get it at least on the level that he needed to to be Auburn's head coach. And I'm not sitting here trying to tell you that we have turned the corner, that we are beyond some of those issues that uh, arose during this offseason. I, I, we're Auburn fans. We know how things go, right? The moment that we think we got it figured out, that other shoe's about to drop somewhere down the line. And I know that's a not fun mentality to have, but I think that's just the way I try to protect myself as an Auburn fan, right? That's <laughs> just what I do. Uh, I know that with every high comes a low eventually, and uh, we're used to the roller coaster, the whole SEC shorts thing, fans at all. That's it's so real. I remember I remember where I was where I was when that came through. I was actually walking across Auburn's campus, and I just stopped and just started cackling at that um, idea of a medication specifically for Auburn fans and having to deal with the anxiety of what we go through in our sporting events, much less off-season. So, Coach Harson, what, what has changed? I, I don't know that anything has specifically one thing changed the guy I think it's a, a number of things that have happened. I think it is, you know, a realization that um, he is in probably one of the better situations that a coach can be in terms of being in the SEC in, in a program that has the potential to be one of the best. And that's in competition with Alabama, Georgia, LSU, when they can get their act together, <laughs> Texas A&M now. This is a tough place to be, but this is a place that has the potential to have success. So I think I think there's been a realization on his part. Not that he took us for granted, but I, I think it took some time to realize what he had and what he could potentially have here at Auburn. I think it took some time for us as Auburn fans. I think a lot of us, as I discussed, uh, a change for us, those that you know wanted to be upset about Malzahn leaving, being asked or told to leave and those that were happy about it but were not happy with the change. I think finally, for the first time, we're all kind of looking at this guy and saying, that's our guy. We went to war with him. So I think that has changed as well. But I also think Coach Harson has changed in his tactics and understanding that there can be a fine balance between uh, the hard-nosed, very... I don't want to think I'm trying to think of a good word to use here. Stringent? Is that a word? <laughs> I feel like that's a word. Uh take on being a coach and a CEO. But I think in this day and age as cultures and times change, whether we like it or not, you have to adapt and change. Just look at NIL. We talked about this previously previous this week on a different Everta podcast and what NIL is doing to the state of college athletics. You got to adapt and you got to change because if you don't, you will fall behind. And I think he has learned and experienced what it means to be part of the Auburn family and has 
changed the way he perceives that and maybe buying into more. He said when he got here, right, that he read the Auburn Creed and that's everything that I am. It's one thing to say that you are those things. It's another thing to live the creed out. And not that he wasn't trying to, but there's a difference between just trying to live out those words in a general sense, but live them out as an Auburn man. And he went through the fire this offseason. So I think when we talk about change, when we talk about whether it's the region's champion and and seeing those moments, you know, you see him with uh, the kids giving them a $100 tip, I think it was, for a $1 cup of lemonade. And they do this every year. And Bo Jackson has done this as well, I believe, in the past. So this is not foreign concept. But when you see him out there with Bo, with Charles, with the fans, with the other people in the state of Alabama, with the other SEC coaches, this, this feels different. This feels good, and it feels sincere. Not that I'm trying to say that he was insincere before, but I do think that this has taken a different step forward for him, a different perspective, a different mindset on what he has to do to compete in the SEC, to win recruits, to win over the fans. I mean, really, that's what it takes. you got to unite the fan base. If you can do that for the, there's, let's be honest, we're never going to be 100% united. We're a family. Nobody gets along with everyone in their family, even the best of them. We all got the black sheep of the family, you know, right? The ones that I'm probably the black sheep of my family. <laughs> I'm just saying. But I think what has changed is something that is going to be for the better of Coach Harson. And I know this wasn't like a hard driving topic today to discuss, uh, but just more of a philosophical thing, kind of. Where I feel personally with the state of Harson as our head coach and where our program is going, I do think it's starting to make that turn in the right direction. I do think Harson has made a turn in the right direction, at least in terms of perception and PR. Now comes the hard part, the results. And that is truly where you find out if the PR that you've been working so hard to build is real or not from you to the fans. But something has changed. Let me know your thoughts. If you think that something has changed that I haven't hit with Coach Harson in the program right now, love to hear your comments down there below on YouTube. And you can hit me up on social media or the E2C Network up on social media if you're listening on the podcast. Thank you for listening to Ever to Podcast. Again, where we cover the topical news, discussion, rumors, all that good stuff. Make sure you're subscribed here on YouTube, on the podcast if you're listening there. Make sure you like and share this stuff out. Appreciate you listening today. Until we talk to you again to talk about the whole of the Auburn experience, War Eagle.